April the 9th of 2021, day 99th of the year, and only 267 days left to go, um, as we are doing the things that we are doing around here, for sure. Anyway, so there you go. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Coming across the multiverse of Safety FM. Um, and, you know, we're hanging out with our friends at uh, that other place that we do. So crisp that you can feel the sarcasm in your ear holes. Radio Big. Okay, so there you go. We are coming across, you know, Radio Big as well, hanging out with them, doing the things that we do. So hopefully you're off to a fantastic start on this lovely Friday. Boy, has it already been a fun one as we are going around and about and talking and doing some fun stuff. So um, a lot of stuff going on. Of course, yesterday was a fun day as we were talking about a lot of the stuff that was going on. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you, as you and I hang out and are talking, boy, was I not aware of everything that was going to get um, started yesterday with us doing some of the lovely stuff that we were doing. Uh, So yesterday, if you hung out for a while, you probably did see us come up with a little sign. It was something like this saying, I am not speaking at um, any safety conference or expo. Uh, during September the 13th through the 15th, you know, just kind of, just kind of a fun thing to do was not aware of the amount of people, uh, the amount of people that were going to contact us, email us, text us, um, and the amount of people that were going to, uh, um, essentially support the initiative, which I thought was kind of funny. So, I mean, we'll put we'll put it back out there if you want to actually download the sign. So we'll put the QR code there uh, for the sign. We'll hang out for the rest of the show. Uh, so there you go. We'll have it. We'll have it listed for you to be able to do it. Um, so there you go. So some things to be able to download the sign, take a list, take a view of it, download it, put it on your social media profile, and so on. Now, listen, this is all of us just talking about the ones that are not there that are um, doing anything on the September the thirteenth through the fifteenth. We're just sitting around and talking about some things in regards to what we're not doing. We didn't want to feel left out. We didn't want to feel left out on the sequences of things that were going on. Anyway, so that's what's going on there. So that's what the QR code, I'll talk about it a little bit more here in a bit. So today is Friday, Freeform Friday. We do what you want. 
talk about what you want to do here on the show today. So as we continue down the path and we're talking, moving, and grooving, today's Friday, so let's talk about what is trending according to the video on demand services. Anyways, new to um, Amazon Prime will be Noah in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Well, retaliation. Look at that. Uh, new to Disney will be Man of the House. New to HBO Max will be the new Mutants. Uh, new to Hulu will be Stars Fell from Al- Fell in Alabama. Stars Fell in Alabama. Uh, the Standard Knuckle Dust. I almost thought that it was Knuckle Fest, and that would definitely sound like it's something entirely different. And then new to Netflix is the stand-in. So there you go. That is what is actually going to be on the video on-demand services this weekend, as you can hang out. And then, of course, if you are a Peacock subscriber, uh, you will definitely be able to watch WrestleMania 1 and 2, Night 1 and 2, uh, taking place right now over the weekend so there you go it is four minutes past the top of the hour let's hang out with our friends at feature story news and let them tell you exactly what's going on inside of the world of news here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. India's reported 131,968 new COVID infections in the last 24 hours. That's a record increase in the number of daily cases for the third day in a row. Sriyoshi Mukherjee reports. Prime Minister Narendra Modi held a virtual meeting on Thursday with chief ministers of Indian states to review the COVID surge in India. He directed all states to focus on mass-scale testing and contact tracing and to create micro-containment zones to break the chain of transmission. Mr Modi said the cases are rising rapidly because the people of India and the administration have become lax. Health experts also attribute the increase in COVID infections to pandemic fatigue and complacency amid the country's vaccine rollout. To ramp up the inoculation drive, Prime Minister Modi called for a vaccine festival from April 11th to the 14th to give jabs to as many eligible people as possible. Chinese media says the country's capital could inoculate as much as 70% of people there by May. It's getting local neighbourhoods to play a hand in encouraging people to get COVID-19 jabs. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. As of Saturday, Beijing had vaccinated more than half of its population of around 21 million people, according to state media. That's compared with just around 6 million at the start of last month. There's been a particular push to get elderly residents inoculated. Local neighbourhoods have been posting inoculation data signs and thank you notes around residential communities as encouragement. Although some people on social media raised concerns and might put pressure on areas falling behind. The rate of vaccinations countrywide is around 5% as of Wednesday. The New York Times reported that the US had reached a rate of 33%. The UK government's confirmed plans it hopes will allow non-essential international travel to resume to some destinations from mid-May. Ministers now say they're no longer advising people not to book summer holidays, but can't yet tell them which destinations will not require quarantine on return. The government will use a traffic light system which can be adapted based on changing data. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps says while he can't say yet which countries will be green, amber or red listed, it'll be based on four categories. What's the level of 
coronavirus in the in the destination country? What's the variant of concern in those countries? What are their level of vaccination, and how how much are they on top of their data? Do they do they do sequencing domestically? Do they know? Uh, what's going on. We know at the moment that there's a third wave going on in many countries, so I think it's in everyone's interest to wait till a bit closer to the time. A senior Russian official says Moscow may intervene in Ukraine if Kiev launches an assault on separatists in the east of the country. Russian troops have been building up at the border as Ukrainian forces and Russia-backed separatist rebels clash in eastern Ukraine. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's start talking about this. As we just had Richard Nichols in the box pop in and start talking, saying good morning. He says, sad news uh, this morning as Prince Philip died at the age of 99. Uh, right now, this seems like after we have started started the show, it looks like there has been some information circulating, which I was not aware of until right now, as, as it was just being mentioned, of... Essentially, Prince Philip dying. Prince Philip, husband of Britain's Queen Elizabeth II, dies at the age of 99. Uh, information we were able to find, London's Philip, London, oh my God, London Prince Philip, Queen Elizabeth II's husband, and the longest serving consort of any British monarchy has died at the age of 99. Philip spent 65 years 
supporting the queen, retiring from his public role back in 2017 and staying largely out of view since. In his active years, he helped a set of new course for the monarchy under a young queen championing Britain itself, as well environmental causes, science, and technology. So the news, like like I said, is just coming in now about that. Um, sad to hear, definitely the information as we are live currently going on um, and the effect and impact that this will have going forward. Uh, don't even know what to say. I always get lost for words um, when it comes to stuff like this. So rest in peace. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. Um, 14 minutes into the into the hour, that's for sure. What we hell, what the hell we have going on here? Uh, that's what's happening. Anyway, so let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news, real quick. Uh, kids should be back in school by the fall, the CDC said this week. Teachers, students, and their parents should be prepared to say goodbye to remote learning, regardless whether the children are vaccinated or not. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the federal agency director, told ABC News. No word on if it's expected that kids and teachers 
to still be wearing masks this fall. So there you go. That's what's going on. I'm sure kids are are ready to get back into it, moving and grooving and all that kind of fun stuff. Because, hey, it's it's been a rough year. It's definitely been a rough year. <coughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Hold on. For the kids out there, you know, being locked, being locked down. Imagine that. Imagine when you were a child being with your parents all the time. I'm sure that that would not be fun um, going, going on for sure as we are talking about it. Good morning, sir. Anyways, let's continue talking. As of Thursday, over 174.8 million vaccines have been administered nationwide. 66.2 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 112 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. is slightly over 30.7 million, with more than 556,000 deaths attributed to the virus so far. So there you go. That's what we see inside of the sequence of events of the things that are going on inside of the world right now anyway so it is the friday edition which we are doing as freeform friday we definitely did move it from thursday to now so we can start talking about anything you want to talk about you're more than welcome on actually jumping into the box saying all the fun stuff that are there if you're not familiar with how the box works well all you do is if you're on the streaming service you just type into the box and Go ahead and say what the hell you got to say, and we move forward from there. If you don't want to do it that way, you can actually go and text to 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1, and talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about inside of the box there, and we'll get you moving and grooving, because that's what we'll do. We'll cover whatever you want to talk about on the show. It is your show. That never changes. So we'll do what you want to do. So anyways, talking about some of the stuff that we had going on, Ajel, Ajel, with everything going on. We had some people moving and grooving and doing all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, but I will tell you, I was not aware that by posting the the lovely little sign that we did, that it was going to cause some issues for some. I mean, let's just be realistic. We're just talking about essentially not doing anything on that day or those two three days so it's not really that big of a deal but um when it's all said and done it's all fun and games that's for sure some people chuckled at it and that's the whole point about it let's have fun together everything doesn't have to be so serious all the time i i think we run into such a big issue from time to time where people have to always be considered so serious in everything that i do it's like come on it's just about having some fun, it's having some fun and not feeling left out. That's for sure. So let's talk some more about some other things that are going on. One person is missing and eight were injured in an explosion at a plant factory in Columbus, Ohio, early Thursday. The fire, the fire prompted evacuations in the area and sent crews scrambling to control the blaze. Of the injured five who escaped the fire of the fire on their own were taken to area hospitals while two had to be rescued and are in critical conditions. Hazmat Cruz has also responded to the fire as the plant is home to endangered materials. The cause of the explosion is not yet clear. So there you go. That is what's going on inside of there. So have you heard about this? By the way, um, just for information purposes, uh, you can type away inside of the box today. For some reason, it's not, it's showing like a delayed prompt. I'll just tell you how it is. It's perfectly fine. 
um, delayed prompt on there, but I will get to it. So I will get to it. So just just for information purposes. Okay, so have you heard about this? I mean, did you hear about this event going down? Or no, is this the first time hearing about it? I don't know. I It goes back to everything. It goes back to strategic planning for it on how do you go about doing it, that's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking. A former NFL player fatally shot five people at a South Carolina home on Wednesday. Philip Adams, who had a stint with multiple NFL teams, opened fire at the home of Dr. Robert Leslie, 70, um, late Wednesday afternoon, killing him and his wife, Barbara Leslie, 69, and their two grandchildren, ages 9 and 5, according to York County Sheriff's Office. The other victim was James Lewis, who was working at at the home, who was fatally shot, uh, and a sixth person who has not been identified as hospitalized with a series of gunshot wounds. Adam later died by suicide as officers surrounded him at the home near where, um, where the victims were found according to the Associated Press. A motive has not been established, though the outlets reported that Adams was a former patient of Dr. Leslie. Wow. Wow. What something to think about for sure, as we do talk about this all the time. I mean, we talk about suicide and depression all the time, but something, I mean, what were the indicators there? And I mean, of course, only one at this point can speculate of exactly what was going on and so on. I got a question for you. I'm totally changing the subject. So I will tell you, I participate um, with some some organizations that talk about different things and all that kind of fun stuff. That's not the portion of the conversation. But I always get confused about certain things. So let's say, for instance, you participate with an organization and they have, let's say, a monthly meeting, a quarterly meeting, even though it is always scheduled for the same day, do you think, your opinion, of course, especially if you were involved, that they should send out some kind of email, message, call, text message, Slack message, letting people know when the event is scheduled to occur, opposed to having the assumption that people are just going to show up? I ha- I think it's kind of funny on how sometimes we are organized and disorganized all at the same time. I'm just saying, just bringing it up in subject matter. Because think about it. As we talk about these things, if you want people to be heavily involved with what the hell you have going on, you have to keep them informed of what's happening. Just something to think about. Just throwing it out there as an idea and as a concept. Anyway, so let's kind of move some things off the screen if you're hanging out real quick. And let's talk about this going on because we are doing the raffle today. So you still have an opportunity to enter. It is only 22 minutes past the top of the hour. We at noontime today will be actually doing the drawing for this thing. This is the Accident Investigation Theory and Practice class hosted by Nippin' Anand. And Todd Conklin. So this is the class giveaway that we're doing. Keep in mind that the more entries you do, the more the possibility that you have to win. So if you haven't done so, you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest. That's safetyfm.com forward slash contest to be able to enter to win. Keep in mind this class is next week. Virtual class. Between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m.
Pacific Standard Daylight Time or whatever the hell they're calling it. But it's next week. It's going to the ticket's going to give you access to both sessions, which is normally divided up, one for Todd and one for Nippin. So you can t- so you can go to both. You can take your pick. You can skip and choose whatever you, whatever the heck you want to do. But if you're intrigued or wanting to enter, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest or just go to safety fm and look at the actual browser right there and you click and click on the button that says contest and you can enter to win of course like i said the more opportunities that you enter the better the chance is to win the other side before i forget here's the other thing if you do not confirm your email it's like you never did it in the first place so we will be shooting out uh, reconfirmations, and unfortunately, sometimes it goes into your spam, your spam messaging. So you have to make sure that it is all there. So I would love to see you win that opportunity if you're so inclined on wanting to enter. Anyways, let's talk about some other things. A medical expert testified during the Derek Chavins trial on Thursday that George Floyd died of the lack of oxygen from being pinned to the pavement with the knee on his neck. Dr. Martin Tobin, a lung and critical care specialist, told the jury that a healthy person subject to what Mr. Floyd was subjected to would have died. The testimony rejects the defense theory that Floyd's drug use um, and health issues killed him. Uh, Here's the other thing, and I'm just bringing this up because it is part of the news story. Worth noting, though, as well, is that Floyd tested positive for COVID post-mortem. Did you know that? That was making some sequences, and that's some additional information that's there. I am just saying, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just giving you the message. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking real quick. COVID-19 may have killed more than half a million Americans, but also inflamed what previously the country's greatest public health crisis, addiction. The CDC estimates that... 88,000 people died of drug overdoses in the 12 months ending that's August 2020, the highest number of overdoses ever recorded in a year. Um, So there you go. There you go. Worth noting, how high will that number be throughout the entire the entirety of the pandemic? Because I think that that's something we need to probably start talking about. Um. So I don't know, some things to think about as we do move forward. Anyways, we're about to start talking about what was happening inside of the markets. So maybe we should bring in our friend, our partner, our colleague from the other station. Yeah, not a joke here. If my computer decides to work with me. Um, from the other station, John Smalls. And he can tell us a little bit of what was going on inside of of what was going on inside of the market last week or last week yesterday talking about the market minute so let's have john come in here and talk about it I think. here's your market beat minute for friday april 9th 2021 the S&P 500 moved up to set a new all-time high thursday gaining about a half a percent by the end of the session the market is getting a lift from growing optimism for earnings and the outlook for economic reopening The gains were led by the tech sector and Apple, which advanced nearly 2% to a six-week high. 
Action on Thursday was tempered by the economic data. The weekly unemployment insurance claims fell less than expected, leaving the total number of unemployed largely unchanged from the previous week. The data is in contrast to the March NFP and JOLT report, which indicates robust hiring and job availability across the broad spectrum of employers. Next week, market action may take on a different tone with the onset of peak earnings season. The big banks are on tap and could send the S&P 500 to new highs. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, so there you go. That's the information cycling through. Here you go. Let's talk about it. Here's what I got. Thursday's trading session saw gains by all three major indexes as the Nasdaq lifted 140 points. The Dow added 57 points and the S&P 500 rose 17. The S&P 500 closed above 4,097 points, another record. First time job losses claims were worse than expected last week as a new claimant totaled 744,000, which was well above the estimated 694,000. Tesla outperformed its competition Thursday as it gained almost 2%. Toyota Motors Company, uh, General Motors, and Honda Motors Co. LTD all traded lower. So there you go. Some information to think about as we do move forward. Also continuing there, the number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits jumped again. Last week, 744,000 filings brought the total of the pandemic to about, are you ready for this? 79 million 79 million in total new filings went up for two consecutive weeks after dropping below the pre-pandemic record of 695,000 in mid-march economists predicted 690,000 claims last week so there you go some different things to think about as we go through it so think about the the premise here for a moment on how many people are being affected by unemployment. And when you start thinking about this as well, maybe that's part of the conversation that we have also related to people that are independent contractors or 1099s that have to file as well. I know it's kind of a whole other side of the whole thing, but it's something to think about. So I will ask you this typical thing that I ask you all the time, especially when we get this report, could you do me a huge favor if you see a position that is available inside of the world of safety? Could you repost it on social media? Just because you might not be looking at the moment, there might be others who are out there that are looking. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things as we do move forward. A vaccination site in Colorado closed early Wednesday after 13 people suffered adverse reaction to Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Symptoms experienced were nausea, nausea and dizziness. Two people were taken to the hospital for further observation and the rest were treated with juice and water. What kind of juice are we talking about here? Um, on the site, while the health department stressed that the side effects were consistent with what was expected uh, from the one-shot dose, the decision to close the site was made uh, out of an abundance of caution. More than 1,700 people were <laughs> received the shot, according to the Denver Gazette. So there you go. I mean, I think, you know, as we talk about the vaccine all the time here, the vaccine is a personal decision on whatever the heck you want to do. And then the other thing is you have to do some of the research if you're going to get vaccinated. You're going to be aware or you have to be aware to some extent 
what are the potential side effects? I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying what is going on. But it's something to talk about. It's something to look at as well. So I still think that it's a personal decision, my opinion, of course. And you have to decide if it works for what you're trying to accomplish. It is a very personal decision. And now, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm pro, con, against, whatever. You have to do what is good for you in your situation. Some people want to sit it out. Hey, if you want to sit it out, that's your thing. If you don't want to sit it out, that's your thing as well. I I mean, or you could be a, a social media poster. And every time that you get something done, you post it on social media, including a colonoscopy. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, Virginia has become the first southern state to legalize marijuana. Virginia is considered a southern state. I didn't even know that. (coughs) Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Did not mean to cough in your ear. Lawmakers voted on Wednesday to approve the proposed changes to the bill that would allow adults to possess a cumulative amount of the drug starting in July. The final version of the bill allows adults 21 and up to legalize to legally possess up to one ounce of cannabis without intent to distribute and up to four plants per household. Public use of the drug will be prohibited. Uh, this is not going to generate some uh Ganifest at the Jiffy Lube Pavilion out of the, out of the parking lot because it is smoke because of that is smoking in public. But just like you can't drink in public, you can't smoke in public under this. This is Democratic Senator Scott Cervelli said. Hold on, you can't drink in public. I guess I must be really confused. I mean, maybe you can't walk around with a bottle or something. Maybe that's the way to look at it. Uh, but. I see a lot of people drinking public. Maybe it's just the areas that I go to when I do go places, which has been a very long time. So who the hell knows what I'm even talking about anymore? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's start talking about some other things. It is Friday, so you know that we have to do this because we have not done it yet. But you know how sometimes when you go through the week, you get frustrated and all that kind of other fun stuff with everything going on. So let's take 30 seconds to get everything out of our system as we do move forward. Take a look around. So I'm going to give you a countdown. I'd love for you to scream, shout, let it all out before we get into the weekend here. Not the group, of course. But for you to talk and get it all out of your system because it can be frustrating from time to time. So here you go. 30 seconds on the clock right now. Starting in three. Two and one.
Okay, so that's time. There's your 30 seconds. Hopefully you were able to get everything out and about and was able to move forward. So let's talk about some other things relatively quick as we are hanging out here. Did you hear about Biden yesterday? The um, the uh, suite of executive order actions unveiled by the president yesterday uh, on gun control will disappoint gun control. The crowd and a little bit more annoyed the Second Amendment people. This is just saying. Uh, so let's talk about it. The actions call for the Justice Department to rule proposal for tracking guns without a serial number model red flag. Legislation for states to adopt the word restrict access to firearm purchases for certain individual suspects of wanting to do harm to themselves or other. The action calls for comprehensive report from the DOJ on gun trafficking. The other portion that he did talk about significantly yesterday was related to something called ghost guns. Now, are you familiar with what a ghost gun is? If not, let me kind of explain it to you on how he was giving the explanation yesterday. He talked about that there are some cases that are available or kits, as was the the wording that he used, that you can purchase almost like a whole kit where you can put a gun together within about 30 minutes or so is what he referenced. But it does not have a serial number. So essentially, you end up with a gun without a serial number and that can be used for bad intentions. And that was one of the things that he referenced that it can be used on a scene at a crime scene or what would become a crime scene and that there's no way to track. So that was one of the reasons for the red flag. Hey, I'm just telling you what the man said. You have to make the opinion of what you think about the whole thing, because that's going to be the whole other side of the equation as we are talking about it. Anyways, let's get into some motivation minute and let's have uh, let's let's have a, a listen to what John Smalls has to say. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. Mark Kane said, The first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment in which you find yourself. Wow, captive. That sounds pretty serious, but it's true. Are you a prisoner in your current situation? Do you find yourself in the monotony that seems to be the same thing over and over, and it's not even what you want, but it's just kind of happened to take over somehow? I'll tell you what, the change is not going to happen on its own. You need to make a decision or probably a bunch of little decisions to make the changes needed. But here's the good news. You can make these decisions one step at a time. No need to make all of the changes today, but make one change today that will help you get on the track you want for your life. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... 
If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Almost sounds like carnival music. Anyways, you're going to miss me when I'm, well, when I'm dot, dot, dot. This is from Rebel Day. So there you go. Giving you some throwback style here. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the multiverse. This song's available on Spotify. And iTunes. So there you go. Okay, let's bring that down real quick. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of fun stuff going on this morning as we are talking, moving, and grooving, and all that kind of fun stuff. So I have a question. We are starting to see a lot of locations starting to open back up, organizations being ready for business. Uh, we've already seen, you know, you know, the the market displays of, oh look, I have so many sanitizers and hand wipes and all that other. All of that other fun stuff. Did you say ass wipes? No, I meant hand wipes if I didn't say that. Um, But here's the thing. So let's talk about it real quick. What are you looking forward to seeing next inside of our industry? What are you looking forward to that should be the next revelation? What are you looking forward to for it to be the next thing that we're talking about? Because I think that that's going to be an important aspect here. I think it's going to be so important that we start talking about the next thing. I mean, we're starting to see people, of course, already talking about bouncing forward, moving forward, how to, you know, how to navigate the new world. And I mean, I think it's all great information. Let's say that it's not because it is. But when do we start taking a look now and really start transitioning forward with this stuff? When do we start taking a look at what's going to be the next thing? And of course, this becomes one of those conversations as we start talking about, of okay, crystal ball, this is what we should be looking into. Of course, pre-pandemic, there was no way to tell you, hey, this is what we need to be looking into. But now we're in a different phase. So we've been speaking about safety one. We've been speaking about safety two. We've been speaking about lean. But what are we looking to now? What are we looking to to be the next thing because i think that's going to be super ass important um let's not lie here as we are moving and grooving and going forward because here's the thing 
conversations change, things change, and there is going to be a lot of conversations, at least, I almost said confirmations, but conversations going forward that are going to be related to mental health. Because right now, we're going to have to take a look of the impact of what this last year has had on a multitude of people. You or I could be included into that. But we need to start having the conversation. And I know that ISO 45003 supposedly covers some of that information. But what are we going to start talking about? Because keep in mind that standards are great, but English version and being able to speak it across the world is much different. So how are we going to do these things? What are we going to do? Is that going to be what we're going to focus on? Is that what we're going to be moving forward with? Or is it something entirely different? I'm just asking the question because it's going to be not just kind of important. It's going to be super important. And why do I say this? Well, I say this because that's what's coming to my mind. And we have to really start taking a look on what's next. Like I have been saying over the last week or so, I am starting to talk to organizations that have requirements. Well, let me rephrase that. I've been talking to people that they claim that they have requirements inside of their organizations that people have to be vaccinated before they can come back into the office. So what are you thinking? Is that going to be part of the convo that you have? Is that going to be part of the gig that you have when you're talking to people going forward? Because that's going to be the thing. That's going to be the thing that we need to address and move forward with. What's going to be the next thing? And I guess that's kind of always what we're looking at. And it's not like I'm going to turn around and say, oh, let's start talking about safety 3.0 because... Who the hell even knows what that is? But I really think that this is where a lot of the conversation will start going to in regards of compliance capitalism. Not a joke, but I think that that's going to be a very interesting conversation as it does move forward. Now, I could be absolutely wrong. Because the market's kind of strange on how this works. Now, if you are an independent contractor or consultant, things might be very different for you going forward inside of this environment. If you are a safety practitioner working inside of an organization, the thing that's always interesting is that you normally would get some information from an independent contractor or a safety consultant to be able to move forward with some of the ideas or ideology. Because the interesting part is always this. You can never be a prophet in your own land. Think about it. If you were to prophesize about, hey, this is going to happen and this was what we should do, the odds of somebody listening to you inside of your own organization are probably going to be extremely slim. Now, here's the fun part. Let's flip the script real quick. Let's say that you and I were hanging out. You told me exactly what you wanted me to reveal inside of your organization. And I said it almost identical word for word on what you had told me. 
Who do you think they're going to listen to? And it's not just because it's coming from me, because that's not the case. That could be anyone who does not work inside of your organization. Here's the thing. If you work in a pretty big organization that has multiple sites, standard practice that comes out of the HR department goes like this. If someone is to be promoted into a higher position inside of their location, they don't normally stay within that location especially if it's like a GM position or a plant manager position. They normally get moved out of that organization or that segment of the organization and get moved to the other plant. The reason behind it is because people already know how you are inside of there, and they might have a little bit more difficulty adjusting to what you have to say. Don't know why it works that way, but it does. I've worked for several organizations that were Fortune 500 companies, And that was the common theme. And of course, it's just something that people do because it makes it a little bit easier to move up. I don't know. We're just talking here and some things to talk about. So what do you think will be the next big thing that we need to start talking about? And when I say we, I'm talking about you and I'm talking about me. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's talk about some news of the weird. A Georgia man who received his final pay in a form of for 90,000 soaked oiled pennies from a disgustingly former employer has experienced a change for the better. Andreas Flatten found a pile of 91,515 pennies on his driveway on March with an explicit note attached um, to them, apparently from his old boss. Miles Walker at, at AOK Walker Auto Works Body Shop had reportedly denied a Flatten his paycheck um, and only paid up for, with the greasy pennies after Flatten contracted the Department of Labor. But the, co- the Coinstar company, known for its coin cashing kiosk, came to the rescue after the story went viral. Coinstar picked up the coins, which Flatten had stored in a wheelbarrow with the wheels and, let's see, deflated and uh, staggering weight and gave him $1,000 cash. Because the coins were covered in oily substance, Flatten had um, been spending a few hours a night trying to clean them and had only been able to manage to clean up about $5 worth. Now, if everyone would like to join me in providing a nice Yelp review for OK Walker Auto Works at Peachtree City, Georgia, that would be great. Oh, did you not catch that? It is AOK Walker Auto Works in Peachtree City, Georgia. Yeah, Yelp reviews, you know, you know what I'm saying there. Anyways, let's continue talking. The proud owner of the world's largest. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let me do something real quick. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. There you go. <laughs> okay. The proud owner of the world's longest fingernails measuring... A total of 73, hold on, 733.55 centimeters or 24 feet has cut them off. Guinness's world record holder, Ayana Williams, had been growing her talent for almost 30 years and says that they stopped her from doing everyday things like washing up, changing the bed sheets before the cut. Uh, the great grandmother needed between three to four bottles of nail polish each time that she painted the nails. 
It also took, um, let's see, it also took, <laughs> it took so long that she would have uh, <laughs> split her, her job over the few days. Williams' fingernails will go on display to, to the Believe It, um, to Believe It or Not Museum here in Florida, despite the, the, um, the excited, excited about newfound freedom. She wasn't ruled out growing them in the future again when she gets tired again of doing things like using the computer or wiping. Yeah, because that's going to be my next question. If your fingernails are 24 feet long, how the hell do you go to the bathroom? That's a question. Duh. Duh. Okay, so there you go. Let's talk about did you know. Uh, a new study has confirmed that the theory of redheads are less susceptible to pain than people with other hair color. Researchers from the Massachusetts General Hospital found that a seemingly paradoxical study that the redheads have the natural high tolerance for pain. Wait for it due to the mechanism that they're ups their susceptibility to sunburns. The research found that the cells that determine skin color called melaconocytes play a large role in deciding how people experience pain because gingers boast in a faulty melaconocytes. They can't process enough dark pigment to tan, which has added to the effect of elevating their threshold for hurt. Exactly how many Ron Weasleys were harmed in the making of the study? Who the hell knows? Anyway, so that's some stuff to think about as we are moving forward and talking and moving and grooving and all that fun stuff. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world of the multiverse. Uh, what? 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 Travel blog upgraded points examined Google trend data from, from March 2020 to March of this year to determine which cocktail Americans search for the most. From the numbers were crunched to dis, uh to deduce the hottest drinks in each state. Woo! Okay. Alabama, Bellini, Arkansas, White Russian, Arizona, Jake and, Jack and Coke. Uh, Alaska, Mojito, California, Paloma, Colorado, Mimosa, Connecticut, Co Coquito. Really? Coquito in Connecticut? Man, there's a whole list of this stuff right here. Let's jump around a little bit. Pina Colada for Florida, Mai Tai for Hawaii, Illinois Mimosa. Look at this. Indiana Tequila Sunrise and a Fuzzy Navel. There you go. They got a they got a couple. They got a double. Kansas City and Kentucky. They're both were wine coolers. Uh, Massachusetts had the painkiller. Michigan had the seven, seven, uh, Montana had the dark and stormy New Jersey jumped in with a pina colada as well as New Mexico. So new, uh, <laughs> North Dakota sex on the beach. I guess that was wishful, wishful thinking, uh, South Carolina, gin fizz cosmopolitan in Vermont, Virginia and Washington both had mojitos and Wisconsin had an old-fashioned. So there you go. Those were the most searched for drinks over that period of time. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays that you can celebrate for today. Little Nas X turns 23, maybe 22. They're not even sure anymore. Kristen Stewart turns 30. What? Kristen Stewart is only turning 30? Holy crap. I thought she was way older. Uh, Jesse McCarthy turns 34. Leah Meester. Yeah, Gossip Girl fame turns 34. Uh, da -da -da -da. Cynthia Nixon, 55. Joe Scarborough, TV host, turns 58. Mark Jacobs turns 58. And Dennis Quaid turns 67. So those are some birthdays that are going on for today. 
If you want to know how to make a key lime martini, let's talk about it. You need a couple of different ingredients. Two ounces of vanilla vodka, half an ounce of key lime juice or regular lime juice, two tablespoons of coconut cream, one ounce of pineapple juice, one ounce of heavy cream, graham cracker crumbs, and the lime for garnish. You can imagine how to do the rest, especially if you're already familiar with the drink. So there you go. Some information to talk about. Let's talk about some things that occurred back on this day. Uh, let's see. Back in 2012, The Lion King becomes the highest grossing Broadway show of all time. It knocked the Phantom of the Opera from the top spot after netting more than $853,846,062. It is still number one to today. I'm sure that has a lot to do because Broadway is still closed. Anyways, if you want to talk about some of the days of the year that you can celebrate today, let's talk about these. National Cherish and Antique Day. National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day, National Name Yourself Day, National Unicorn Day, National Day of Silence, and National Winston Churchill Day. All days that you can celebrate right now, if you so decline to do so. Anyways, at the top of the hour, we will be going over to Radio Big if you want to come hang out and do all that kind of fun stuff that we do over there. And we'll do some of that. Uh, that will happen at radiobig.fm as we will be hanging. Anyways, if you need some whack facts for today, let's talk about this. According to a study, most dogs reach the peak cuteness between six and eight weeks old. The average bra is designed to, for just 180 days. I think I said that yesterday. Pound for pound. Now, hold on. This sounds very familiar. Is it what the hell we were talking about yesterday? Did we not get an update on this? What the, what the, you know what I was about to say there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Yoda was partially modeled after a photo of Albert Einstein. So there you go. The 1922 Nobel Prize winner Niels Bohr was gifted a per, uh, perpetual supply of beer piped into his house. I guess that's a good prize for some. Um, in Japan, the term drunk tank is a tiger box. So there you go. Anyways, before I forget, let's talk about the most important part we'll talk about. That is my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide. If you're struggling with any signs of suicide or going through depression, please go to their website at AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. Remember, you are not alone. Whether you are struggled with, with suicide yourself or depression or have lost someone to suicide, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local community whose lives have been in, impacted by suicide. Anyways, if I could leave you with a couple of things today, I would like to talk about these. If you need a random joke for today, try this one. The first few weeks of Weight Watchers, you're just finding your feet. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. If you could be any fictional character, who would you be? If you need something for the water cooler for this one, try this. 20% of millennials agree that senior citizens should stop using this. What is it? Emojis. So there you go. That's what's going on. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and RadioBig.FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and RadioBig.FM, and that is the listener. Without you, we can't do what we do here, that's for sure. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Have all kinds of fun. Enjoy WrestleMania if that's what you're going to be doing this weekend. If not, hey, don't worry about it. If I could leave you with a thought before we get to the end here, it's Friday. Make sure that today is awesome and that yesterday gets jealous. Not because it's Friday, 
because you should always be bettering yourself every day. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.